Hey y'all, it's your Aisa Lifestyle Brand, and today we're going to be talking about ABC, easy as one, two, three. And if you're in business, you know what that's all about. Um, when you think about ABC, I'm um, in business, it means always be closing. And with always be closing, that should be the beginning and the end and even the middle of your mindset when you're in a business. Now you're like, I'm not in business, I'm just building my brand. But you're building your brand for something big, right? You know, that you want to be in business. When I think about brands, I think about, you know, names like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Versace, Michael Kors. Um, there's other brands that are even bigger. Lamborghini, Rolls Royce. And um, some of those brands do not advertise. The more luxury they are, they do not advertise. They just sell. Uh, because they have the reputation. They represent something that is a desired lifestyle or even a social class or just maybe an ideal or an idea of success. So when you're a brand and again, you're building your brand, um, eventually you wanna be some, uh, somewhere in a, a, a place in your uh, branding where people you know, are able to resonate with you, where they wanna buy from you. And when they wanna buy from you, um, you want to be sustained. So when you think about the ABCs, uh, you know, a business in one, two, three, um, you want to think about selling because when you're a brand, that means you're not just trying to be popular. You're not just trying to be visible and trending. I mean, those things are part of like, you know, advertising and marketing, but it's all about um, if it doesn't make dollars, then it doesn't make sense. So you want to be selling something. So when you think about selling, um, you want to think about your lowest um, hanging fruit. What's something that's easy, whether that's going to be something digital or whether that's going to be something that's physical. And you want to think about the pandemic. It's probably going to be something that's digital um, where you can um, sell something that is an easy download, whether that's an ebook, an e-course, or whether that's going to be maybe like an um, online conference that you host on some platform um, like Zoom or there's so many other ones. So you want to think about selling something. And with selling, um, you cannot be afraid to ask for the sale. So that brings me to my second number in, uh, as one, two, three. Uh, you want to be selling something and you want to have confidence and boldness to sell. And I want to say that when you're selling, um, there is a level and a high degree of being vulnerable. Rejection is a part of the game. So I want you to think about another way to think about rejection that it's not about you, it's about your product that you're selling. Or let's kind of get a little bit more intense with that or like go a little bit deeper. It's maybe the way that you're selling it. If you're not confident in something, I'm not gonna be confident. Um, there was a time where I was walking in the mall, you know those kiosks, and you see the dead sea salt people, the flat iron people. Uh, there was a guy that had a shoe shine, uh, I guess, uh, kit. And I don't care about my shoes being shined, but his presentation was so, excellent that he executed you know he had a rap and it was like a freestyle so you could tell it was not scripted but even if it was scripted it seemed, it seemed like it was a freestyle so it just pulled me in and I had my kids with me and my kids eyes lit up because they felt like they were being uh they were being like targeted not targeted but they were like being like shown attention you know because he engaged the audience he uh, made it personal. He like included them in the uh, conversation. So uh, again, you, you have to think about when you're 
uh, asking for the sale, you have to ask for the sale. So one, when you're uh, thinking about always be closing, you're closing because you're you're a seller. You know, no one wants to be called a seller, salesman, uh, because it sounds sleazy or it sounds like a car salesman. We're like, you know, um, it's just they're impersonal. No, they're not. You have to think about how your delivery is, how your confidence level is. And uh, again, uh, that gets me to point number three. Now, you got to think about your audience. Who is your audience? So when you're, when you're ABC in it, easy as one, two, three in it, one, you're asking for the sale and uh, you know, you're, you're out there, you're selling, you're asking for the sale. Um, two is you're vulnerable. And what I mean by vulnerable, that means you're like, you're not doing this because of you. You're doing this because your product is so amazing. Your brand is so amazing. And even if um, it's raining, your sun is still going to shine. You know, you got, you got to have that mindset. And then three, uh, for three, you got to think about your audience. So your audience is like who this, this service is for. Who is your brand uh, tribe? Like, who are you trying to reach? Because if you are thinking about your audience, that means you're not going to have to have those scripts and stuff like that. You're going to be speaking to them because you're speaking to them. You're not trying to, like, customize it and cater. You're just being intentional. Because when someone is being intentional uh, about something that I need, remember, there's not just one product. When I think about soap or bread, there's lots of options. But when something seems like it serves my need, I'm going to go for it. And I don't really care about how much it costs. I may, I don't mind spending a little bit extra for it because it's just for me. They even have a, a, a kid's uh, box perm called Just For Me. And that sounds like it's just for me. Like, even though it's probably the, hair, the same hair dye, but it does say that it's, it's for children. It's, it's going to be more gentler. That's what it says. But it's probably the same hair dye or not same hair perm that someone would get um, with an older, um, you know, person's uh, hair uh, dye, uh, hair, I keep saying dye, maybe because I need to dye my hair, <laughs> but maybe it's for someone that needs a perm. Now, people nowadays, I'm not sure they still get in relaxers and perms, but I'm saying all that to say is, it's who your audience is. So you, you have to be uh, intentional about that you want to sell and that, that you're going to be vulnerable. And we're not going to think about, oh, I always get rejected because... Are you passionate about what you're doing? Are you passionate about you? And that's what I love about being uh, a lifestyle brand is because I'm just being me and it's just, it's my life, it's my lifestyle, just being me. I don't have to like do anything. And, and I myself am, am, a, am a brand. Um, I wanna say just uh, yesterday, I got booked for an opportunity for a company that I'm able to be a brand ambassador for. And um, was I surprised? Yes and no, uh, because you should want to have opportunities come because when you're doing stuff, you're not doing it to get more stuff. You're just doing it because you are you you got stuff to, you got stuff and it's just in you and it just comes out of you. And so uh, again, always be closing. So that means um, sometimes you're gonna have customers and sometimes you're gonna have consumers. And do you know the difference between a customer and a consumer? Now a consumer may be someone that believes your message and they believe in your business and they believe in your brand and they're like. They like, 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 and share all your posts. But then you also have customers. They're the ones you want. They're the ones that are using them coins and the things that don't make, don't make clang, clang, that, that's spending dollars. 
to buy your services, to buy your products. So again, always be selling. That means you're selling something. You're vulnerable. That means you know it's not about you. So you, every rejection you get is not you getting rejected and now you got to go to therapy because now you feel like you have missed it. No. And then two, two again, being vulnerable means that in, in that vulnerability, you're, you're confident. You're not just confident because you're arrogant. You're confident because you're passionate. And when you're passionate about something, you're not going to care if you hear no 10 times, 20 times, because you're, you're going for a specific audience. You have a certain niche that you have that's allowing you to uh, meet the need of someone that has a need and has had a concern and now you're fulfilling that by by showing up and and when you think about selling it's just a part of life you know you pay an electric bill you pay a wi-fi bill we got bills y'all so uh you have to consider that you're a bill as well and you deserve getting them bills back so you're a bill but if someone does not know about you if someone does not uh, connect with you how are you going to make those sales so a lot of the work that you do is internal the glow up is always internal it's never external where you go get a photo shoot and you go get some business cards and you get a website that's great and everything but when you're doing that don't just go through the motions you want to make sure that you're uh, working on your soul that you are working on areas and issues because um, it's all about your environment the time that you invest in, in thinking about your time as far as like it's not a waste of time personal development going to classes and and learning not just going because who's going to be there and like who's teaching it don't be so drunk on love or lust where you're like you're you're putting people as idols because you are like wow they're so successful and you're just there because you want to be in their presence no you want to learn from them so again there's no uh little you and big me we're, we're all the same god created us all the same to be great and it's just a matter of discovering that greatness because you already have it it's just more or less it may be hidden under all those layers because when you think about your soul a lot of times the soul can be where you just kind of like are stuck you know where there's maybe some entanglements of soul ties of even relationships that are not even romantic there may be just soul ties with friends that keep rehearsing these same old bad conversations and like you're just not inspired or you're kind of stuck like Chuck because you have uh, memories of the past of, you know, someone who hurt you. And now you're like, you know, you don't trust people. And when you get like any kind of like inkling of that again, where someone says something and it gives you a flashback, it puts you back into a, a whole nother uh, a level. It, it takes you, it knocks you off. It knocks you off your A game. So um, this is just one of those uh Again, when I come on here, it's just, uh, I come from the heart. And um, if you follow the Aisa Lifestyle brand, uh, right now I'm only on social media on the Facebook platform. Um, it's just a process because like I said, you wanna make sure that you work from the inside out, not the outside in. Um, I've done the whole buy the website, the domain and all that, and it's expensive. And uh, it's an investment, but it's expensive. But it's just like, again, when you're like taking your time to enjoy the journey and taking the time to be more intentional, it is so amazing. So Yaisa Lifestyle brand um, is a is a brand teak. Um, it's where you're able to get signature services and products. And w when I say signature, when you think about a 
uh, a brand. A brand is your reputation. But when you think about a boutique, it's going to be like a small shop. It's a small shop where you're able to get like one of a kind items. You're going on a, uh, a cruise. Um, you're going to uh, certain kind of dinner parties and you go to these boutiques and they only have like they have one outfit in like five sizes, you know, extra small, small, medium, large, extra large. And that's it. They don't have a whole surplus of the same thing. So you don't have to worry about having the same outfit as someone. And I've had that happen. It's like a faux pas where you're like, you, you are cute even if they wearing it too. But it's just like, oh, uh, it just kind of takes away from your excitement of that outfit. You know, you want to have something that no one has. And there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, with that being said, um, Yaisa Lifestyle Brand is that brand teak that offers you unique things because it's the brand teak that helps you to rethink what makes you unique. And so um, you're not going to get, you know, anything that's going to be recycled information because there's only one you. So when it's only one you, yes, I have a formula. The formula is going to be Swagger Fitness because that was my foundation. And my foundation goes deeper than that. It goes to God, to Jesus Christ. But my foundation on being able to launch and step out into the entrepreneur world was through Swagger Fitness, where I was able to get major breakthroughs in my everything. Um, I started off just focusing on, you know, body image. And then from body image, I focused on soul issues. And then now I'm all about the spirit, you know, like as far as being uh, connected to God, because God is a spirit. We have a spirit. We uh, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. And a lot of times, when we only focus on our body and our body image and our appearance, um, that's not really who we are. Like, these are merely civilian suits while we're here um, as uh, residents because our citizenship is in heaven. And so, um, when you're out here, it's to discover who uh, you are, but it's first by knowing who God is. And so, I did everything backwards. I was trying to discover too much i thought you know i you heard about christopher columbus uh supposedly discovering the the united states and uh you hear history and you try to repeat that history and you don't get very far so um i've had to peel back several layers and when you peel back all those layers you get to the core it's like that tootsie roll pop how many licks does it take to get to the tootsie roll and that just depends on you how consistent you are how intentional you are and how um you're able to deal with what you discover because sometimes those layers are not always pretty and they're not always tasty. They leave a, a, a bitter sweet uh, taste in your mouth because there could be some things that are not even you. It could be things that was passed down from family. Uh, it could be things that were that were said or spoken over you from a school teacher. So there's a lot of hurt sometime in there or there's maybe some complexities or like, you know, just kind of struggle in there again because who you are is not what you appear to be. You know, it's like uh, transformers, more than meets the eye. That's who we are, too. We're supposed to be transforming uh, by the renewing of our minds to be more like Christ. And this is a daily process. It's not just a one-time experience. So um, I don't know how I got on that tangent. But with uh, Yaisa Lifestyle Brand, um, I uh, have a signature of having this little black heart um, that I use whenever I share any of the quotes uh, that I have for just inspiration and that black heart represents not anything dark it just represents like um like x like the unknown and discovering and that that black uh again is not um something that i thought of it, it just happened it just kind of happened naturally something very simple 
Um, I remember when I first started out, like, with my fashion, I was kind of, like, over the top. I love lots of color, lots of unique things. And it seems like as I've gotten more um, into discovering who I am, I just like the simple things. I like simple jeans. I like a simple top, simple shoes. Nothing too, uh, nothing too, uh, you know, and that's just me over time. I guess that's my evolution uh, because some things never go out of style. If you think about cross colors and like you think about um, biker shorts are now back in style um, and it just how they're styled is differently. But some things they don't go out of style. But I've learned that for me, um, I didn't have to use for, for myself that I was kind of like so extreme because I didn't know who I was. And so once I knew who I was, I'm like, I'm a handful, you know, like just my who I am. is just a lot. So I don't need a lot and a lot. You know, so I, sim, sim, I found simplicity. So I found uh, simplicity in just having the little black heart for uh, Yaisa Lifestyle brand as more like a little, um, I guess, a symbol or maybe it's the logo. And I'm still in the kind of developing and discovering stage in a Yaisa Lifestyle brand. But while I'm on this journey and you've been on this journey with me, I thank you. And I thank the whole process of it because um, I've gotten more excited about, you know, wow you know like there's more because when you think about um who we are you know a lot of times we we are who we are because what we do and when you take who we do or what we do out of the equation some of us can be a little lost and so that that's kind of my story having had an identity as a college professor and a professional college student and a wife and a homeowner and then my life just changed all so abruptly um and then you take those things away who are you and so that who are you is discovery because when you die, you go to heaven, you're not going to take your title with you. You're not going to take your education with you. It's like, it's not even about you. It's always about Christ. It's always about Jesus and what he did about God and his love for us. And so um, that discovering, like discovering who you are is to be a better servant. That's a, a, a way to discover who you are. It's a way to help you to serve better to know what your niche is and your purpose is and not to be confused and not to be scared and not to feel like you know someone else is doing it so I can't do it and I encourage you um just to surrender surrender you know any negative thoughts or surrender anything that you've been uh speaking over yourself because that is not that's not God and that's not who you are and that's not what you want sometimes we get into that cycle because it's the enemy. The cycle is meant to keep you from being who you are. Now, when you achieve things, that's just the fruit of things. But when you're just being yourself, there's such an excitement because you get to see how God intended for you to be. You know, like, um, and it's like you discover things that you, that someone else may take for granted, but that you find such a joy in. And joy is internal and joy is eternal. And I guess I'll get off my soapbox. I only had got on here to talk about um, always be closing. And, and when you're able to be passionate about, you know, Christ and you're able to be passionate about the purpose he put in you, oh, there is no limitation. So, again, making money, making shmoney, that's a, that's a fruit. That is not the root because he says money is the root of all evil. It's not that money is, but the love of money is the root of all evil. So we should not try to do things to get things because how we get them may be entangled with 
hurting people. <laughs> so again, thank you. And um, y'all just enjoy the journey. Hey y'all, it's Jaisa Lifestyle Brand. And I got a question for you. Do you need a tissue for that issue? Um, I wanna say a lot of times when we have hurt, we can just stay right there. And now a good hurt is gonna keep you down for a little bit and hurt could be anything, um, but let's just get specific. Hurt is always gonna be something that could be self-inflicted or it can be from external. And when I say external, it can be something from your family, um, but oftentimes it's from relationships that hurt even more, whereas romantic relationships and even those like best friend relationships where something happened, where like a boundary was crossed and it was like they went there and or they went over there, over that boundary, or maybe there was no even boundary set and it's been a sting that just won't get better. So I want to just say um, tissue is not going to fix it, but you know, of course, um, it's going to be God that heals it. So you have to be willing to let go. And when I say let go, you want to be able to like let go of it. And I mean like whatever you've been holding on, like sometimes it's motivation. Like, you know, you get that revenge body. Um, if Bay did you wrong, he, he probably wouldn't Bay if he did you wrong. But you get this revenge body, but you can't live in that place where you're always uh, responding or I guess reacting to other people. And um, because that means that's your God, you know, you've made that become a God or some kind of idol where it controls you. And if it controls you, that's not a good thing. So um, we want to think about like, you know, what hurts you because of who you're going to get hurt no matter what. Okay. The, the who doesn't really matter because I want to say that the enemy, because uh, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're going to be on the opposition um, you shouldn't be on the defense. You're, you're already winning already, but it's going to be something that happens. So you got to think about the what. Is the what of it the same old, same old? Um, do you have a sensitivity to something? I know for me, my sensitivity would be whenever I saw three le three little words or just three letters, PhD, because I don't have my PhD. Like I worked on that PhD for many, many, many years and even got student loans I'm um, in two weeks away from uh, defending my PhD. I was not granted access. So when I would see those three letters, when other people would get theirs or just hear the name, it would sting. And I get frustrated and I'm like thinking about my life and how it could have, should have, would have been. And it, it took time. So I want to say it took time. Um, I would let it go and just say, God, you know what? I trust you, your way, your how, your will. And then, but again, when I would see those three little letters, then woe is me again. Um, so I realized that if I'm on social media and I scroll past it, I can just keep on scrolling. I don't got to keep reading. Um, I'm not petty. You know, um, I've congratulated people. But now I'm at the point where I'm, I don't have to congratulate someone. Um, because I'm not saying I'm not happy that they got it. It's just I don't have to acknowledge it. Okay? Um, and... I realized that the longer that I stay in woe is me, the longer that I stay focusing on that, you know, that that one day, that one fateful day in those three little letters, that life is just going to pass me up, you know. And there's other things that I could have done. So, and thinking about that, um, I, uh, by happen chance, you know, but nothing is by coincidence, 
I started working in retail. And man, oh man, um, when I was in school, I was, in a prof- I was a professional student. So um, I wasn't getting no skills. You know, I was uh, actually, you know, getting a profession. And um, now working in retail, I've acquired a whole bunch of skills. Now, and I guess I wouldn't just say acquired because I guess I already had those skills. I just didn't know I had them. And I had some gifts that I didn't even know. And I had some talents that I didn't even know because I was focusing on one thing. So while working in retail, I've been an MC for a fashion show. I've got to co-organize events. Um, I've been able to build relationships and build clientele and also build business, you know, where it's actual money. And, um, and when I was doing it, I didn't know I was doing it. And the beauty is looking back, I'm not who I used to be, you know, and those three letters don't define me. So whoever it was, it's not the who again, it's the what. So right now, identify what hurts you or what is hurting you. And you got to realize that that's the, whatever that is, it's up to you to say no more. When you're able to say, I'm not going to let that define me, that whatever they spoke over you, if it was a word curse, you better get that Bible out and you know what God's word says and you can break and loose and bind. And, and you do that, you stand on God's word, um, but you don't have to come into agreement with whatever was said. A lot of times, whenever those uh, said situations happen, it's kind of revealing who you are. So it's not, it's, it, it is telling of who the people are who did those things, but it's revealing of who you are because when you know who you are in Christ, it won't, like that sting won't go so deep inside. You won't let it fester because you'll know by having your full armor of God on, the full armor, that you won't, you'll, have, you, you'll be suited up because you have to know that something's going to happen. So you won't have your hopes set up so high because you have to know that people are just people. So stop putting so much uh, emphasis on them when all the emphasis needs to be on God. So that's what I want you to think about. When you put all your focus on people and what they did and, and yada, 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 again, you've made them become some form of God with a little OG, not the big G, but a little OG. And when you're able to say, you know what, who cares? And you got to be able to walk away and just be like that duck and let it roll off your back. Because that's having the armor on, though. So if you're not armored up, that's the issue. When you know who you are, you got to be able to affirm who you are. And not no affirmation, but you have to be able to affirm yourself in the word of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm called and chosen. Now, called and chosen are two different things. Many are called, but few are chosen. So that means you've answered. So he could call you, but did you choose him back? So let's just let's, let that be clear. Um, also, a lot of times what we go through is trying to get us somewhere because that friction and that tension, it makes you cry out. It makes you go to God. A lot of times that rejection, it makes you like feel isolated, feel alone. You're not alone, but you're, you're like, again, you shouldn't have given that much power to that person in the first place. And, and with that time with God, He's trying to show you, like, I am Boothang. I am, uh, I have a better bond with you than your sister or your BFF. You know, he, he wants to be all that. 
But when we give other people all of those qualities, that's fine. You know, uh, trust is uh, something that is earned, but respect is given. So, but, but we give too much. And we give, when I say we give too much, is we give things that only belong to God. So it's no, like, saying that it's the end, like, I got to cut everybody off. My cutoff game is strong. It's not that. But when we have realistic expectations to know that you're going to go through some stuff, but a lot, a lot of times we don't know what we're going to go through. So we're, like, surprised and caught off guard because we're focusing on the who. But remember, it's the what. What, what is it? Because it's probably the same thing. Like I said, mine was the three little letters, PhD. And then behind that, you know, I lost a lot. I lost, uh, I guess, my identity. But guess what? My identity was also an idol, too. I didn't, I just recently just come to terms with that. Who, who wants to say that their identity was an idol when you're so well-versed and you're, like, so well-networked and, you know, you're, like, organizations up and you, you have all this going on for you you know, it's like you get drunk off your own self, you know, you smelling yourself too much. So when, when you take all that away, who are you? And if you feel lost, that means you was never found because you have to know, like you are somebody, even if nobody thinks that, because it's not about what they think you should know that. So again, when I say, do you want a tissue for that issue, it's okay to cry about it. It's okay to kind of wallow in it, but how long? Because time is something that you can't get back. And and speaking from experience, it's not, but I can say in that time, time is also a tool. T- time allows you, you know, does time heal all wounds? Not not time, but God in the time can heal the wound when, when you allow him to do it. And he'll bring people on your path that was to speak life into you. He'll bring people on your path that will show you that they made it. You know, there'll be a living testimony of it. And then he'll put you in places like he's done for me. He put me in a retail department store that I had no clue what was in store for me. But OMG, you know, it, it gets better and better. And it's it's like, it's hard though, you know, because we all have these uh, dreams and we have goals. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to be willing to know that God has better for us. Even when we felt, we knew it was deep down that we, we, we had it going on, you know. But but it's nothing bigger than God. It's nothing greater than God. And, and what he has, we only know what he has for us when we're close to him. So if something has drawn you away from him, a relationship, a job, a promotion, and, and yet we're still giving God the glory. But, but like... When it, li- when it leaves, sometimes it is God too. Because God give and he take it away. So we can't, we can't blame the enemy and say, oh, you know, the enemy stole. But God, he can give to you and he can take it away because guess what? It belongs to him. And it, and it has a purpose in it too. Um, and what that is, is for you to seek it. Ask, seek, and knock. And you, you ask God, what was the purpose of that? And, and God helped me to understand and, and heal me. And, and it is it is so real, you know, and I feel like this is just my heart because um, like I'm driving right now and it's like I'm getting teary-eyed just because I know like the life that I'm living right now is a good life. You know, I, I see things unfolding. I see that 
now I see it's not just a feeling I can see like that I'm getting stronger I see that my kids are getting stronger I see that I'm I'm getting closer to where um healthiness is I'm getting closer to wholeness even though I already claim it by faith I'm getting closer to the person I I was meant to be but it's kind of scary too because when you thought you knew who you really were and then surprise plot twist God is showing you other things about yourself you you have boldness because you went through you have you have different strength now because you went through some things that you had to hold but you had to let go of some things too so you, you you made room for new things to come too and um, I just want to encourage somebody that's listening right now to know that it's not over so you you, you got to really trust God and that means it's not by sight it's by faith and it's not about looking at what someone else is doing because because again God can take take it anytime and only what you do for Christ will last so when when it's all about doing it and and doing it as unto him you can't go wrong and and you want to be able to know like at the end that you can hear well done my good and faithful servant because we're here to serve not serve ourselves serve our ambition serve our flesh serve our insatiable appetites but we're here to serve the king of kings lord of lords but it's gonna hurt you know sometimes and that's that's acceptable that it's sometimes but it can't be all the time because when you know him to know him is to love him and to love him is like it's a demonstration like god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that you and me would have eternal life so death is a death is a real thing death is not something like where you just you know you know say i'll give my life for you but no when when jesus was on that cross he was a he was a, a full man a, a man the same flesh that you have but he was still god and and he not he he said not my will but your will be done at any time he could have just been like quit i'm done you know uh get out of free jail card or if you're on who wants to be a millionaire you 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 able to call somebody that you know you take it for me he, he had a purpose and he took it all just for you and I. So when whenever you can feel that no one cares, you have to know that God, he not only cares about you, he loves you, um, but he has a purpose for you. And while you're here on this earth, you know, we're in the, in the world, but not of the world. So like not, not to get caught up in all what you see and all the, the glitz and glam, because it's probably just fool's gold. Because everyone wants to be somebody. That's that's just that's just natural. But what's supernatural is God that can do through you what no one can do for you. That He can perform signs, wonders, and miracles through you. He can you can be the sign, a wonder, a miracle for someone else that's looking for more out of life to say this can't be it I, i've got the car i got the house i got the job i got the title i got the children i got the vacation you know i got everything but but and i go to church you know but there is more than just going to church it's like being being the church and it's also a body of christ a full functioning body of christ that has every part nothing missing so so stop taking pity on yourself and remember that it's bigger than you. 
but you're you're so a part of it. You're not you're not insignificant. But what you're going through, I'm not saying it don't hurt, but it, it is insignificant. Don't let that define you because that's not who you are. Hey y'all, this is Jaisa Lifestyle Brand, and today is one of my favorite days, Woman Crush Wednesday. And I want to talk about rest as an acronym to renew, to engage, to strengthen, and truth. And uh, with that being said, uh, a lot of times when we think about our individual lives, it's as if we are not doing enough. You know, I can only speak for myself. So, like, when you think about the pandemic and then the quarantine, then, you know, now it's all these um, opportunities. Like, there was, like, stimulus money. There was opportunity to, like, really plug in and, and engage where you're able to, like, really get a foot up, you know, coming out of quarantine. And if you're like myself, you had all these plans. And you didn't really know what was going on. Like, you know, you you knew what was going on, but you didn't know what was going on with yourself. And so all that to say is for those of you that always feel like you have to be accomplishing something because someone else is accomplishing, we don't know what season they're in. And a lot of times we can miss an opportunity for God to do something in us because we're focusing on other people. So I want to encourage you not to be in anyone else's lane, not to be anyone else's uh, timetable because what God has for you is for you and vice versa. So it's no way that you can miss what God has for you unless you just miss it. So no one else can get you off of it but you, even though other people may be distractions, but no one else but you can get you off of what God has designed you to accomplish. I mean, he's created you where you're to do great things and when I say great things it's things that's not been before so when it's like the cookie cutter approach we're like you know it's just wanting to do stuff because someone else is doing it remember to ask God you know not yourself because you're not God ask God who did you make me to be and God is this what you want me to do because you can't go wrong and so I want to start off with the whole acronym rest to renew and renew is going to be all about mindset because a lot of times things can get recycled and things can get a little bit um, stale and old. So be mindful of renewing and renewing your mind, renewing your commitment and your devotion to God because a lot of times we can pledge our loyalties to things that we don't even know that we pledge our loyalty to. And, and that can just mean relationships. Like yesterday... I got a phone call or rather a FaceTime from someone that I met after I got divorced. And after I got divorced, you know, it was like good in the hood. Like I thought, wow, that was perfect timing. You know, now I'm single. Now it's like God is showing me that I'm able to be like Stella to get her groove back. You know, I'm hey, I'm just saying. So, you know, it was just like a good time. But then like almost two years later, this person kind of like is toxic you know like they they kind of like think of themselves more highly than they are you know as far as like 
in, in reference to God, I'm not sure who God is to them, you know, but every time there's a really talk about, you know, God, it's, it's always bringing it back to himself. And, you know, God is a God that's a jealous God and God is not going to share his, you know, anything with anybody. I don't care how fine you are. So, you know, it just kind of like let me see that that time that I've had apart from this person that, you know, man, my mind has been renewed because when I say renewed, you know, I'm not going back to a level that God let me level up from. And so I just take a time to pause for yourself. Are there anything or things or people that you know that are not on your level as far as like you've been there, done that, and you're not there no more. And you're, you're dedicated to saying, God, I'm, I'm just doing this for you. You know, it's not about me no more. It's your show. It's not even a show. It's just your plan, your way. So when you think about that, it's easy to cut things off. And it doesn't mean you have to hurt somebody. But when your, when your mind has been renewed, it's, it's a whole new game. And it's not a game where, like, you're going to let someone play play with your emotions. You're not going to let anyone just tell you any old thing. And you're just going to accept it. And so, renew is, again, something that is to make new. And that's like when you get some sleep, you do get renewed because you get strength in sleep. And I don't know if y'all know the importance of sleep, but sleep is where, you know, maybe some of us don't get as much sleep as we need, but sleep is something where your body was created to rest. And rest is where it doesn't have to be sleep. Sometimes you rest where your mind is able to rest. And rest is a time where you're able to relax, you're able to reset. And a lot of times people feel guilty that it's a guilty pleasure to, to rest. But I want you to think about your definition and, and level up in that as well because a little rest ain't hurt nobody. Now I'm not saying sleep all your life away but a lot of times when we're putting so much effort into something a lot of times we have to think have we really given it to god and i'm i'm rolling in the car right now so if y'all hear the air conditioner or you hear charles stanley or whoever's on my radio playing just go with me but a lot of times we 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 really praying to god about him giving us this breakthrough but yet we haven't given him anything to break you know like we haven't given him anything to like get us through. So rest is that way because we're to rest in him. And when you're resting in God, it's like, that means you're trusting him. And then I want to go to the second letter in rest. So the R was to renew and the E is to engage. And when I say engage, a lot of times when we are so busy we don't really engage. We just kind of go through the motions. You know, we can go through the motions with God. We can go through the motions with our family. And if you have a husband, a, a spouse, a wife, you know, or a boo, we can just go through the motions because everything is kind of like a routine. So when I say engage, 
that means not only are you going to be able to just be present, but you're going to involve, you're going to participate. So it means like getting to know someone, not just telling them all about you, but it means to like ask questions to understand and to deal with something. So you may have to deal with some topics when you engage. I know uh, for myself, I realized that after quarantine and after quarantine, um, I had a lot of other stuff going on too, that as far as engaging, I really kind of didn't, I was kind of like the ostrich, you know, putting my head in the sand because some things were hard to engage in, you know, um, kids growing up and then having to not just accept them as they're, you know, getting older, but more or less like engage in topics that are less desired, engage in uh listening to them to see where they're coming from without me having to want to take control or just silence them and that that's preach that's kind of challenging so i want you to to be also challenged to engage engage with things in your life don't just let them sit still because when you think about a, a body of water if it's just sitting there it can get stale you know so you want to be able to stir it up and when you're stirring stuff up things cannot get stale because Whatever's on the surface is going to be dealt with. And even though these may be pretty like practical steps, like a lot of times it's not that we have to make things so hard. It's the easy things. It's the small things, the small areas that they start off one way, but they get bigger. So just not, not making it so hard. I'm not going to stay very long on engage, but I want to go to strength. So strengthen. When I say when you're resting, you're getting renewed, you're getting, you're able to engage. And so with your strength, then you want to tell your strength where you want it to go. Instead of just putting energy and efforts to things, you want to be very intentional because you have strength and your strength is in God and in, in our weaknesses, God is made strong. Um, strength can be also discipline. Strength can be determination, dedication, enthusiasm, patience, creativity. So it doesn't always mean physical activity. So let's not get uh, stuck there. And then it also can be bold. You know, when I think of strength. So you have to think when God gives us time to rest... What is he giving us time to rest for? And this, again, doesn't just only apply to the quarantine to go back and reflect. This is going on now, too, because now things are not the same. We have this new normal. So we understand, like, in some uh, business sectors that the hours of operation are modified. And a lot of them are they open a little bit later and they close a little bit later. Uh, They close a little bit earlier, rather. So. There's like now opportunity to not be so plugged into, you know, the, the routine. But again, being able to like say, okay, now that this time is here, my strength, where do I want to put my efforts at? So be intentional. That way you have a target instead of focusing on multiple things that you're weakening your strength. What things are you going to focus on and, and hone in on? And then finally, 
we have test because rest will put you to the test and you're like what where do we get that from so when you think about when you have a big test you know when you're preparing and you've studied and now you have a test now a test is going to be where you're going to be reviewing uh material that's important so there's a reason why you take a test to um kind of kind of gauge your knowledge to know like um if you're able to if you mastered something so again a test is not always going to be something that's like where you should feel apprehensive about or get anxious about because this is going to be a procedure or a process to establish the quality of performance and reliability of something so before you go into the deep you might take a test in the shallow to see can you stay above water and as you're checking the quality of something because you rather understand something so it's not a detriment that when you're being tested even then even if that's in life like yesterday getting a phone call from the past I felt that that was a test because when you know that you uh, like somebody or you like someone, you know, something about them and you know your situation um, and you, you can be vulnerable. But a test is designed to assess a set of questions. So when I say questions or problems to evaluate your abilities and your skills, you got to think about what are you being tested on? And I want to ask you. What are your values? Because when you have your values in place, then if something does not go according to your values, going with your faith, then, you know, that's not going to be up to par. So your values will be something that you regard in a high position. They're important to you. And it just shows, again, the usefulness of something. So if something doesn't, fit into being useful then what category do you put that in and it will be non-essential pretty much so when you think about again rest rest prepares you for the test because there's always going to be a test so you want to be renewed you want to engage you want to be strengthened for that test and and rest um, is on repeat all the time because we we know we're to you know, to get like at least eight hours of sleep, which for adults is probably like more like six to eight hours of sleep. But rest can be awesome. Now for myself, because I kind of, not I wouldn't say struggle, but my my mind is wired up at nighttime. So I like to, uh, to, to do things like read or be inspired at nighttime, which can cause restlessness. So I've started adopting drinking green tea at night and then sleepy tea just to help me get relaxed because relaxation comes before rest when you kind of unwind and you're able to not be so stimulated by television or music that gets your cardio or your heart rate up so again be encouraged and be intentional about your rest and Sometimes rest can be a season. 
So, but rest is a routine. But again, when I say a season, there could be a season that you're in of rest. And being in a season of rest, you're able to get prepared for the next thing. And with the next thing, it's always going to be something for your benefit. So a lot of times people see, you know, test as in, you know, that things are against you. But again, it's only going to be able to determine what's in you that's going to come out. What tools you have and how you apply those tools. So a season is going to be a time period. And it's going to be one of four periods to be more specific. You know, you have your spring, summer, autumn, and winter. And that's commonly how the year is divided. And sometimes there's a season for a particular sport or there's a season for a particular event or process. And I realize too, in our lives, we have seasons where there could be a time where every time, you know, around this time of year, this X, Y, and Z happens. So you want to be able to know that because a lot of times that's how we can get out of cycles when we don't even know we're in a cycle. So I end with be blessed in your rest to be ready for the test. And I didn't mean to be so deep, y'all, but I, I said, you know, rest is, is beautiful because now I'm even seeing the benefits of rest where my conversation is not so rushed and um, I'm just enjoying this. So follow Yaisa Lifestyle Brand on Facebook and get your rest. Hey, y'all, it's Yaisa Lifestyle Brand. And today I'm walking out of a door or rather I walked into a door, but I'm walking out of a door right now that I started some years ago as a college professor. And the feeling that I have is like, it's nostalgia, I guess, like where it's kind of dreamy, like, like I've been here, done that before, but in a whole nother way, like I'm um, wanting that new life. I want that new independence where I'm able to not live a life of limits and lack and um, I want it to be something that I'm excited about every day, not just going through the motions. And it's kind of like, uh, I guess, a lot of mixed emotions, like, you know, what to do. But I know that because of all the prayers that I've had and all of the complaints, I guess to say that I want to say to someone, like, stop complaining about your life. Because a lot of times you'll complain about your life. When the thing that you're going through is helping you to get prepared for what you're about to enter into. And, uh, and it's all in love, you know, like a lot of times love sometimes, I'm not saying it hurts, but love may not feel good because it's like our flesh wants to hear what is going to feel good. You know, you want cotton candy and, and all that sweet stuff, but you don't want the broccoli and the, the kale, you know, you don't want those nutrients that iron it's going to get you stronger. And uh, so I, I met with the, I guess, associate dean of the humanities department. And then I got my um, teaching materials. And um, I would say I have like a confidence, like not 
that I'm arrogant and that I know I can do this. It's a little intimidating, too, because I haven't been in a classroom in over like five years. And so, you know, technology is changing. But I love that even during the pandemic, there's a lot of flexibility, like being able to use uh, Zoom. And also uh, there's flex where like a student can opt to do traditional and online without being penalized. Um, along with that, it's even given the um, benefit to the instructors too, to be able to do online. Like if, you know, um, sickness or whatever may be the case. So I'm, I'm walking into this door and as I walked out of it today with um, not optimism, but with like, with God intent, you know, like I want God to be proud of me. I want God to get the glory. And so I'm just, popping on to just say I thank God for his provision I think I thank him for his preparation um, because to get to this point was not easy and it's not that I had to be in a classroom again to feel successful or to feel validated but just the fact that like that's how I started my journey in a classroom as a student then I eventually got to be um, a professor and I stayed in the professor realm for a very long time where I just taught, but then I taught with, I I wouldn't say without purpose or without passion, um, but I was just teaching. I was just doing it. And then there was a time where like, there was a, you know, I guess a pause or like a shift and I wasn't ready. I guess I wasn't ready to to embrace that shift. You know, when I, I knew that life and that part of me was supposed to be ending, I did not want it to end. Even if I didn't care how it felt, even though I didn't care if I was getting, you know, other opportunities, that's all I wanted. So I want to say when when you're really living and loving God, you have to trust him. Like even when you read your word, it's not just reading the Bible. It's like you're reading a person, you know, you're like you're you're learning about a person. So it's not just I'm reading a book, getting information. No, you're going to get revelation and you want lots of revelation that's going to help you that not only help you it's going to empower you because it's like God is a personal God so whatever you're going through it's in the book you know like whatever you're about to go through it's in the book and whatever you need it's in the book and a lot of times people take so much pride in themselves that they don't even give God a chance to help them even though they don't want to be hurt but their situation is hurting them and it's hurting their opportunities. And that's a part of the process too. Sometimes you're going to have to suffer a while before you're going to rain, I guess, because until you, you know, know that it's God is your source, that God is your everything. Uh, you can keep walking in circles. You can keep getting hurt. And that's, that's just abuse, you know? So, um, the beginning of the semester starts like August, the, 17th and I still have my retail job and I don't feel like um, I'm a traitor I don't feel guilty or condemned or convicted like oh my gosh like I feel like I this is a hard decision I'm gonna be keeping both of my jobs Um, I feel like there are opportunities to not just be some evangelist like oh I can reach more souls not that I feel like God is still doing something in me so by being able to um I'm not, and it's not having one foot in one place and the other foot in another. I'm planted in God. So that's where my, my feet are rooted in, in Christ. Um, but I know like as a lifestyle brand, 
and the opportunities that I've been given working in retail, I just sense that that journey is not yet over. Um, I do sense that that door, like I said before, when some doors are closing, you got to be ready for the new door to open, uh, which opened today. And you have to be willing to walk out knowing that you may not walk back in. And I just don't sense that yet for me um, in retail. Um, there were a lot of days that I cried about working in retail, the long hours, or maybe just working with so many people. But now walking into the academic door again, um, it was all set up for like teamwork. You know, like there's a specialist for writing, there's a specialist for reading. There's so many different um, people in position. And I feel like I was learning that in retail. So for someone else or the same person, you know, like you have to know that you're not an island. No matter how smart you are, kind and important, you know, you, you, you can't be just the Lone Ranger. That's not how God intended for your life to be. And that's not how you're going to be successful because one can go far fast, but together you can go even further, you know, so like you can get there um, and be like, I got there quick, but it's going to be lonely on that journey because like, who did you help and who did you inspire and what fruit did you develop? Because a lot of times you don't realize that people that get on your last nerves is helping to develop some fruit in your life that wouldn't have got there with the cotton candy, you know? So you got some people that are there that's going to just get on your last, last, last nerve. And it's not meant to torment you or torture you. It's meant to get that fruit where what's in you is going to come out. So it's easy to love someone that's easy to love. But when someone's unlovable, how do you have that love? It can't be your love. It has to be God's love. So it, it keeps you humble. It keeps you praying. And that's, that's how you get that fruit. And then you get tested, you know, when you're around people where you're able to know, like, I'm not there when I, I'm just not there yet. You know, a lot of times we feel like we have arrived because maybe man is, uh, is boosting you or hyping you up. You know, someone can, your mama going to be boosting and hyping you up, um, you know, but then when the rubber meets the road and it's real, you know, like when you're not around people that you know, and it's hot, you know, like, it's like, well, yo environment is not so comfy and cushy then what's going to come out of you you know and um maybe it is developed maybe your fruit is you know rooted really really in uh, god but at the same time god never just gives you everything all at one time because we go through different seasons and for it's all for his uh reasons we may not know why i have to keep why do i have to keep going into winter winter and i've been in that zone where I was in winter and fall for a long time and when I say winter I mean like it was cold it was like you couldn't really do a whole lot because there was not a lot of access because and in winter time you know you learn in elementary school that you know the animals or namely the bear goes and hibernates but they worked all year long just to take time to go alone you know you go in a cave and you kind of like are not as you know out and about and it's a time where it's, it's not isolation, but it's a time where you're more, um, you're just going to be inward. You're going to be in, uh, inside. You're going to be inside a lot of uh, layers of clothing, you know, just literally and uh, spiritually, you're going to be layered up because it's cold. So you need some comfort and you need uh, time where you're just kind of winding down the year. 
And so it seems like it's over in a winter time. Like it's the end. It's the end of the year. Um, but then you have to remember that spring comes right along. But for me, I felt like I would be in winter's time and I would just go back to fall. And when I say fall season, it's the time of the year where the leaves change. So you see a difference happening, but then they fall off the tree. You know, they fall off the limb. And so a, a lot of times where, you know, people that was a part of your life, you know, are falling to the wayside. And it doesn't mean that there, there's something wrong with them. It just means that God's focusing on you. So all those people that's just there, you know, they're here today, gone tomorrow. Because, you know, God is, no matter what, God is your everything. So those people, they're just representation of God. God's purpose, but not that you need to have that person. That could be a marriage. That could be, you know, your squad goals. That could be your job can be something that falls off. That could be your finances. It doesn't have to be necessarily a person. And um, and then going back to winter again to kind of grieve, you know, what's been going on. And um, now I know like I'm in a definite summertime in my life. And um, it's like a sizzling summertime where I wouldn't say hot, like where it's unbearable, but I mean like a sizzling where it's like it's animated. Because when I think of like uh, sizzling, I think of Sizzler, like there is a, 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 I guess a buffet restaurant and then Sizzler, you know, you would hear like a sound like a sizzle, not a snake, but like you would hear something like a fajita, you know, like when they bring you those fajita uh, meals out that you hear everything still sizzling on this uh, skillet pot and it's like you can smell the aroma of something it's sizzling and I feel like the things that have been prepared have been now presented to me and they're sizzling like they are like the flowers I can smell them even though we're not in spring no more or like the opportunities I can smell them and then it's like it's real so it's not like I'm pinch me because I can't believe this is happening no it's like it's in living color it's real so for for someone that may have been um, in a fall season for a long time in the winter season for a long time remember that this too shall pass and like seasons always have a purpose and I don't believe like um that I mean you determine like to get out of that season but I know that God he determines the time and the season so even if you feel like you've done everything, you read your Bible, like two uh, from the beginning and back, Genesis to Revelation, and you've been, you know, abstaining from all the crazy stuff that you was doing before, and now you like, I've learned, like, that's for God to determine that you have learned. It's not for you to think you've done it all, and like, why hasn't my life now come into full bloom into spring, and why am I not living my best life in the summertime? That's for God, and I'm just a witness of that because if I could go back to a time where I was in winter time, I wouldn't have wanted to be there. I would have traded winter time for uh, summer any day. I would have traded winter time, uh, a fall season, for winter time. But it's what God is developing and what He's producing. Your character. He wants your commitment to be to Him and not to what you get or what you're praying for. And so when you get what you've been praying for, it's kind of like, it's like nothing, you know, like you got, even if you didn't get it, you know, you, you was like, like, okay, God, you're enough, you know, 
Um, but when you do get it, you know, like, wow, God, you know, it's kind of like it's extra because you already had everything. Like you was able to still be in your right mind and you was able to have joy and don't even know where the joy came from. You know, you know, you know that it was supernatural joy because all what you went through was nothing but pure H-E double hockey sticks, you know. So, you know, though, I feel like pain, it produces something that that the other side of pain doesn't produce like uh pain produces me to have more joy but joy doesn't produce me to have more pain you know what i'm saying so uh that pain um i've heard it been said that it produces like or creates a focus you know like your focus is just on christ but when my joy is like the big deal then it's like only when everything is going awesome that i'm just happy but but then, like, yeah, I, I, I'm still intentional when I'm going through that I'm going to still have joy because the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. But I still got to think about it sometime. But pain, OMG, it produces so much out of you because not only are you crying where you're, like, watering those seeds that you thought was just buried and never to be uh, seen again, uh, but you're also talking to more people you know like you're anyone that has a listening ear you talking to people and you're like really trying to figure it out like where did I go wrong and what did I do and how can I get out of this so again I want to say don't despise humble beginnings or don't despise where you're at because um God is in it and even though it don't feel like it it's not about how you feel it's about how you deal with it. It's how you use the word of God. It's how you develop in your prayer life. It's how you reach out to other people. How you are able to just let go of whatever you're holding on to that's probably sabotaging your relationship with Christ. Because a lot of times what we hold on to, that's our God. Even though we don't want to admit that. But in, in turn, it is our God where we put more comfort in. We got peace and we feel good about that thing, that person, or that place. But when it's gone, it shouldn't be the end of your world. It should be just as if, like, nothing, you know. I'm not saying like that to to say that it's nothing, but, you know, a lot of times we put so much significance on things, and those things are only meant to be temporary anyway. But it's like uh, our, our identity can get caught up in it, and... When our identity gets caught up in it, it's like, then it's like, you know, it's either you serve God or you don't serve God or you love God or you don't love him. It's not no, they say back in the day, you know, 99 and a half won't do. You got to give your whole heart to God. You got to give him your whole, um, your all your hopes, all your dreams. You give it to him. And, and when you give it to him, it's like there's a meme where there's someone, a little girl, I believe, that has a little teddy bear. And then God or Jesus is having his hand extended to her. And behind him, he has his big old teddy bear. But the person is focusing more on the teddy bear that they got in their hand, which is small, than seeing if they can just see that God has something behind his back for them. So it's the great exchange. And when I say great, it's like you got to be able to release your good for his great. And when you do that, um, it's by faith because Maybe when you do give it to him, you don't get nothing instantly. You don't get that big teddy bear. Um, and so it's still you trusting him. It's you 
um, walking in faith and not by sight. And then by him being able to enlarge your territory and your your belief in him to say, man, God is so good because I I didn't know how and I, I just gave up and gave it to God. And and then this is what he did. Like he's he's in that business. That's just what he does, you know, and it's just our job to continue to continually surrender and yield to him because a lot of times we just don't see how he sees like things that are not good for us and um i'm talking to myself i'm not talking to i don't know who i'm talking to now but i'm talking to myself like you know relationships or situationships and i stay in relationships a lot because i believe god made us to be relational people like we're trying a relationship with him and um we we also have a relationship with other people, but a lot of times we have the wrong relationship with people because we don't have that relationship with him solidified. And uh, for myself, in this season, you know, even though it's like pandemic and whatnot, I'm grateful for a lot of the fall season that came back in my life because even though the fall season took me into wintertime, into solitude, you know, it took me into a great appreciation of God, like as my source because if you're in a relationship or you just happen to like somebody and they or they liking you if it's not all what God you know has for you then you're settling and and God is not about settling God is about the best you know like he gives the best he gave his son Jesus for you and I to have uh, everlasting life God doesn't give no substitutes you know he don't give no counterfeit he doesn't give no um second or third best you know or settling he doesn't give us that so when any time you are offered something that is not the best even though nothing is going to come close to Jesus you know being the best but when you know it ain't up on that standard then you you gotta let it go and the hard part of letting go is that we become so attached to it and when we become so attached to it when it does um leave us or when we do allow it to fall off it hurts because it's so it's so much a part of us and um i want to say to make it easier is no attachments like none no attachments like pray about every relationship whether it's a platonic friend between you and your girls you know or if it's a romantic relationship with a potential boo always pray about it and, and never ever give your heart away keep your heart pure keep your heart submitted and given to God because once you give it away um, it's hard to get back I'm a, I won't say like it's a physical thing but it's more of a supernatural spiritual thing because you can give your heart away and then just keep getting hurt because you're not getting back the same that you've been giving to that person you know what I'm saying so when I say getting it back it's like focus and, and that's getting it back getting your focus back to was healthy because you can get into a situation where you normalize or it's it's normal to be toxic or it's normal to be unhealthy or it's normal to be in something that you know ain't no good for you but it's just now it's become a part of you so um this all started with me walking out of a door of a door that i just walked into this is my new you know and um and it just feels so, um, I guess, I wouldn't say surreal. It's my normal, you know, it's my new normal 
that I'll be walking through uh, lots of doors and just walking through them is just like water. It's not like I'm getting so gung-ho and excited because I'm really grounded and rooted in God that he keeps me stable. I'm not on cloud nine and floating around because I have to remember that God, he controls the air. You know, he is the air. He's the wind beneath my wings. And so he, he going to uh, work no matter what. But when I'm grounded, you know, I can't fall. You know, when I'm when I'm rooted and grounded in God, I can't fall and I can't be um, persuaded. I can't be moved this or that way because I'm rooted in and I have uh, roots and I have stability. And that's who God is for me. And for anyone that, um, you know, you uh, felt that this was for you today. I don't want to just end without saying a prayer uh, that God, we thank you for access to you 24 7 even in everything in the small things the big things uh, we can experience you no matter what and for that person out there that may not know what they're in or what door they're in or what season they're in that they would know that they're rooted in you and um, and that they would surrender just by raising their arms and confessing and just saying I surrender and God, it's for you I live, it's for you I serve, it's for you I die. It's, it's all for you. And for anyone that may be connected to things that's not allowing those hands to go up, God, I pray that you would uh, destroy any yoke of bondage in their life. Destroy any access that the enemy has um, invaded in or that has been even created by that person. Like that you would, God, thank you, uh, cancel those assignments that are meant to distract and to... Um, delay the blessings that you have for this person and God we thank you for uh, being a on time God so we just receive all of that right now we decree and declare that God that um, whatever we uh, loose on earth we loose in heaven and whatever we bound on earth we bound it in heaven too so whatever thing that has been a thing that's been in the way God we, we loose it and we, ban we bind anything that's not of you and anything that comes in deception, God, that it would be made known to that individual to have your eyes, God, to have the gift of uh, the gift of discernment to know and to determine like that what is safe and what is wholesome and what is good for them and no more deception. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hey y'all, it's Chaita Lifestyle Brand, and today I just want to just take some time to reflect on this new month, August, and August is all about answers, answers to your questions that you've been praying about, like answers that you've been, maybe have asked last year or before that, and I want to just encourage you to know, like this year is like no other year, you know, we... Um, started this year off, you know, with new year, new you, who gonna check you, boo? And then, you know, we rolled into February, trying to be fabulous. And then March, bam, boom, we had a pandemic. And so now that we have like time to reflect on, you know, things that we're grateful for and things that coulda, shoulda, woulda, but didn't, uh, we still are sober to those people that have lost their lives and those families that have lost loved ones and for those that may have been caught by the bug, you know, um, 
it's, it's something that we can't, you know, ignore. It's something that we just can't just slide on past. So in taking time to think about, you know, all what we've gone through, we also have to take time to thank God to say thank you for taking us through. You know, we went through this and then now here we are. And so August uh, is a month where, you know, we're going to head toward the fall season. Um, it's going to be back to school. Some of you may or may not be planning to send your little ones back. Um, you have options of doing flex where you can do traditional or online or a mix of both. And then for yourselves that have kind of stepped back into the workplace, you know, having kids go back to school may be not your heart's desire. So you may have to stand up for what you know to do and ask to work from home to telecommute and also maybe keep those babies at home. Uh, but it's, but I just always advise that you pray, you know, like you have to ask God, you know, to lead you, give you wisdom, give you strategy and not to be so focused on what's going on around you because what's going on around you is the world. But remember, um, as a believer, you're in the world, but not of the world. And so that means uh, plainly said that you go by what the word of God is saying. You go by how Holy Spirit leads you. Um, and it's not always easy. And then so we have for this month, um, August, you know, August, we've had a time to to step on in this month and to know like, wow, it's like time kind of sped up again because now stores are you know, extending their hours. Um, it's kind of like the new normal is like the new normal. You know, it's like it's not so new anymore. But I want you to just be aware like that. Whatever has happened prior, I want you to get in a position to expect, you know, those answers. And, and a position would be, you know, not necessarily like a physical uh, position, but more or less like, a mental position because when you already have a kept mind you have put your limitations on your mind it's hard to receive so when you're in a posture that means that you're able to like receive you know by having your hands open your heart open your mouth giving God praises your ears inclined to what God wants to say so that means and when you're in a posture that you are fasting, uh, you're praying, and you're obeying. So a posture means that you're uh, posturing for those promises, and that means that that means you're expecting it. And when you're expecting something, that means like you are open to what God wants. Because a lot of times when we expect something and we don't get it, we get frustrated. So when I say you're expecting God to answer you. He's going to answer you, but at the same time, like, he is going to answer you. So that doesn't mean he's a puppet, and that means that he is sovereign. That means he's going to answer you according to his will for your life. So when you're being able to be in a position, uh, that means whatever you're believing God for, that you know, like, this is it. So when you're communicating with him, um, it's it's your attitude. It's your attitude of your heart. Um, because we know, like, even if I can think about a scripture, uh, Matthew 5, 
3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they, that sh they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets, which were before you. And again, that's Matthew 5, 3, and 13. And there's an air conditioner like right next to me. So if you heard some noise, um, that was my fan club. So again, when we think about positioning our hearts, no position symbolizes humility better than being on our faces before God. Um, this is a position that... Um, a prayer that demonstrates the beatitudes of being poor in spirit. When Jesus described himself, he said he was meek and lowly in heart. That's Matthew 11 through 29. So I want to say a wise way to start your day is to get on your face before God and acknowledge, you know, all areas of flaw, unworthiness, inadequacy, our inability to accomplish his will without him. And asking him for mercy and trusting him for his goodness that will get us through the day. And being there to acknowledge that without him, we are nothing. So um, when we also think about posture, you know, again, I say it's, it's, it is a physical place, you know, but it's more mental. It's your heart, your mind, but it's mental um, in a way where your mind has to be it's, it's an inside job. A lot of times people can go through the motions and that's why a lot of times there's frustration because you're like, I did everything and why, you know, but when you think about who you are, like what's on the inside of you, a lot of times, so do some soul searching, like to make sure that, you know, um, with fear and trembling that you work out your salvation, that you're not just, just doing stuff just because you're trying to, get something, you know, because that's manipulation. And knowing like that, God, he is a, a on-time God. He, he comes when it's just when he needs to come. He comes when it's like for a purpose. He doesn't just have a time where he just randomly does something. He doesn't waste anything. So the time that he answers you, that means there's a next step. So whatever you've been preparing, a lot of times, um, I think I'm speaking to someone that may be you know, frustrated, like when you had done everything that you can do and it seemed like no matter what you touched, it failed. And so um, in that time where you're recovering and you're kind of like getting your trust back again in God, because you have to start trusting him again, because a lot of times we blame him. We blame him for everything, you know, and then you get your confidence back in him and you're, you're you know, being able to have like peace. And you're able to like smile again, have joy. So that's preparation when you're able to go through these processes, because in those processes, when you feel and sometimes, you know, you just messed up, you know, when, when you're going through that process, it's like 
you're so frustrated and you're so like untouchable and only God can touch you because he he gives you air, he gives you life, he gives you hope each day. So even if you you want to try to deny him how good he is, you know, you can't deny that he kept you alive. He kept you going. Because when you have failed, it's like, what's the point of going on? Not that you want to take your life, you know, but it just seems like life is not even worth living anymore. So um, in hindsight, you can look back and see in the small details how God was working this tapestry where it tells a story, you know, where he was sending in the ravens. He was sending in, you know, angels unaware. He was sending in, you know, just signs, little love notes, little God winks here and there. Nothing big because, you know, we we tend to think God is only in the big stuff, you know. But God is in everything. But in the stillness, you know, when you're just living your day, he's always there, you know. And I think when we just kind of get to that point where we admit, like, man, everything is God. And God is everything, then we'll know like it's it's like our posture will be, you know, more readily able to receive him, to receive uh instructions for our next step. And um and what I say by uh posture again, um is just that we have to know that. He's already done it already. So when we are in position, that means that we stay in position. It don't mean we just stay in position just for one, you know, moment to happen because we don't want those moments to end. But we also have to know, like, we stay in that position because maybe that position is also preparing us, um, I guess not just preparing us for that whatever we've been asking for, but it's preparing us for him. Because it's a, we, we always want to have communion and fellowship with him. So even if we're not just waiting for me, 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 for my needs to be met, we're just waiting just for God. And we're doing it for him. Like we're, we're wanting to be in a low position where we're seeking his face. We're on our face. And... Um, we're removing all that pride and we're getting in that position where we're able to focus on him. So for August being um, about answers, um, that means, again, have your notebooks handy and, um, again, be available and open for God because a lot of times when we have an agenda, then then we're not really seeking God because we, we just want him to answer us based on what we have already set in our hearts. But we want God's word in our heart where it's him answering his word and fulfilling promises through us, but it serves a bigger purpose than just us getting what we want. And I look forward to hearing your August answers Um, Please do follow Yaisa Lifestyle Brand on Facebook until we get um, on Instagram and all those other platforms. Uh, Facebook has been home base. And uh, thank you again for joining me today.